Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday. I hope you're all staying warm and safe wherever it is you are. Um, If you're in Texas, you're probably not hearing this, but... I know that my prayers, our prayers, I'm speaking for my guest, Sherry Jewell, who I'll announce in a second, but our prayers go out to you, sending you you love and and support and and faith and hope that that things will start, your your electricity will start, they'll figure out what's going on there. You can get your heat, you can get water, and you can get warm up and have food and take a shower, a warm shower. So today my guest is Sherry Jewell. And Sherry is a certified medium who's been practicing for a minute or two. Uh, I, I say that jokingly. Like she's been doing this for quite a while. Sherry has, has studied and refined her skills extensively at the direction of James von Prague, John Holland, and other well-versed leaders in the industry. Sherry has been a keynote speaker demonstrating her mediumship at the Lightworkers Conference and at the All Souls Conference with Jennifer Weigel. Sherry regularly participates in mediumship events and demonstrations and is available for private readings and group parties as well. Welcome, Sherry Jewell. Thank you, Marla. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Fine. Just snowed in and it's snowing again. (laughs) Snowed in, buzzing. (laughs) We got 18 inches the other day and it's going again. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I, I'm being guided to say this, so I will. Please, all of you out there, if you know somebody who is alone, please check on them. Bring them into your circle. Bring them into your fold. You know, it, it'll help keep your house a little bit warmer with that extra body heat. <laughs> um, and you don't know, you might be saving a life. So please reach out to your neighbors and, and do some, some wellness checks. So... You just brought that into it. As soon as you said that, it was like, boom, we need to. Especially like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, elderly people that can't shovel, right? I mean, or it's dangerous to have a heart attack when they shovel. I mean, so it's again about human kindness and just help your neighbor, you know? And I'll tell you, doesn't it give you kudo points when you go on the other side, when you do nice things for other people? Let's hope. Yes, I would say so. (laughs) You're going to get more brownie points that way than something bad, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that's one of Jesus's teachings, right? It's like be kind to your neighbor. So, you know, people always say like, what's my purpose? They think they have to do everything like so big. No, just you, you help the people that, you know, you can help come by your, you know, yeah. Come by through your life, even for a minute, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be always at a grand scale. It's your daily things that can probably make more of a difference even than one big thing. It's the small things who make more of a positive imprint than some of the bigger things yes. mm-hmm. because they're, they're, you know, they might be small, but they're consistent. It's like ants bringing grains of food to their, to their nest or whatever it's called. You know, before you know it, there's a lot of food there for them, but it comes grain by grain. Yeah. If you look at the ants, I mean, they're so unified as a team, right? We could all learn a lot just watching them. I know. Isn't that amazing? It's wild. Yeah. And we were talking about that before we got on the air about... Um, you know, people and, and coming together and the energies and, and how consciousness is shifting and people are becoming more sensitive. And those, I mean, there's been a lot of people who have fallen off this earth just since December alone. Yeah. And I think, you know, some people in the spiritual communities will say, you know, their souls were, you know, chose to leave at this time. And yes. those are some of us that are going to go through it. <laughs> right. Well, I, I believe we all have an expiration date. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, they say we have multiple exit points, right? That's what they're um, here. You know, you know, it doesn't always sound logical when you're grieving, but maybe their soul can help you more or help other people from the other side more than they could do here. Let's talk about the other side and how the souls help from the other side. You're a psychic medium. You get lots of messages from those from the other side. Um, let's share about how those who transition can help us on this side from the from the experiences you've had well you know definitely um you know and your messages also can come from your own soul or your own you know guides team angels 
you know, your dead people, whatever. Um, it's, it's almost like just that subtle feeling of, I think we had talked about this before where like, you know, one time I'm want to turn right on a road and I ended up turning left because I was guided to do so. Right. Well, there ended up being a reason because I gave a message to a lady at a bank. <laughs> um, so we all are guided. We just don't have, we have to observe, you know, we have to go with, when you get that one little thought, that one little feeling, that's usually guidance from the other side or from your own soul. So, you know, I think it's our job though. We have to, you know, be more of an observer, be more present, have more awareness to notice it or entrust it. It's a lot of it's trusting it. Right. Trusting and have faith that what you're getting is so. But when yeah. people transition, like when I transition to the other side, I'll use me as an example, whenever that should happen, I believe that I will be integral in the in the lives of my loved ones left down here uh-huh. because I know so much more. I'm taking back so much more with me. Plus uh-huh. I'm able to share from the other from the other realms you know, information that I'm getting that can be helpful. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of times spirit will make sure, you know, you are going to definitely meet a certain person because they're going to be pivotal in your journey. I had that happen once with um, the vet, you know, with a dog. Um, and then I, that's how I met Jennifer. Um, what happened? I had a dream that said, you know, you'll meet a person that has a series of books plus one more. And this one particular day, my dog was sick, so I had to bring in a sample, let's just say. <laughs> bring the dog, just a sample in a bag. Just a sample. And funny thing is, when I was there, I met a lady who wasn't supposed to be there either. And she's like, I don't know, something made me come. And then she said those exact words to me about, oh, my God, you have to read the series of books. And she goes, oh, plus there's one more. And that's how I was, you know, me and Jennifer, you know, Jennifer Weigel connected. So... I had no intention of going to the vet that day. Something made me go. So they can put thoughts, feelings, you know, knowing in, into us, right? And we're not, I think where people get you know, mistaken is everyone thinks the message from the other side is going to be this really loud voice in your head. Right. No, a lot of times it's very subtle. You know, so if you get that hunch or that feeling like I need to go to Walgreens or I need to go to the vet. Follow it. You no, know, do it because there's a reason and you're being guided and you don't even know it. And so, yes, our loved ones will do that. Our soul will do that. You know, so I, I live by that. You know, I, my, I, the three words I love are trust, surrender, and allow. It's so true. It's no. so true. And the thing is, is that, first of all, I want to let everybody know, Jennifer Weigel, if you don't know who Jen is, she is um, a, a, a known celebrity in the Chicagoland area. She, yes, she's done um, she's had bit parts. I, I think there's small parts in lots of movies, but she's been on radio, TV, the news. Journalism, um, um, the Tribune sometimes. I mean, she's done it, the gamut of everything. Right. And so, and her father used to be Tim Weigel, who was a big sports announcer in the Chicagoland area. So Sherry and I both come from Chicago. So I just, so that's where the connection is. So you understand, but Jennifer has written some nice books. So if you're really interested um and learning more, check her out and check out her books because they're easy reads. Yeah. You know, before I started, you know, really getting entrenched in, in what I'm doing, um, I, I was turned on to Jen's books. And the one book that resonated with me was I'm Spiritual, Damn It. I, mean, I love that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so people think like you can't swear when you're spiritual or you can't, you know, do this, that and that. And that's not real. I mean, everything is spiritual. People think you know, not everything's spiritual. Every single thing we're doing, this conversation is spiritual. It is very spiritual. Life is spiritual every moment of every day. But I do, I have to argue the point of that everything we do is spiritual because I think if you murder someone or if you're you're a bigot or racist or you hurt people intentionally, I mean, yes, there's lessons in it for both sides, but it's it's not a quote-unquote spiritual act. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I, that's in my, this is just from my terminology. Yes, everything has growth attached to it. You know, I look at everything as less an opportunity, well, gift, or a combination well, of. Well, if we didn't, I think, that, yeah, just to add to that, you know, if we didn't have bad people, bad situations, you know, look at COVID, you know, what's going on with, you know, right. all these radical groups and all that, they're teaching us a big lesson. Their soul, their soul agreed to play this part. Like, we're all actors in the same play. So, you know, how would we, if we didn't have anything bad, if we didn't have any bad things happen or whatever, bad people, whatever, 
we wouldn't know what good is. It's like yin and yang. You know, you need the dark. How do you grow? How do you grow if you don't? How do you know happiness if you haven't experienced sadness? You don't. Right. I mean, you and I are on the same page. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you, you, with a gamut of emotions, like, you know, how do you know what happy is if you weren't sad? How do you, yeah. I mean, it's, everything's like a parallel, you know, or. The duality. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The duality. Yeah, but different sides everybody. of the coin. But not, you know, some people are more conscious than others. And I think this is a time where humanity is supposed to spiritually awaken more. And maybe that's why we're having COVID. Maybe that's why we're having all this crazy stuff going on in the world. Um, hopefully, some good comes out of it in the end. I mean. <laughs> well, that's what we can only hope. But here's what, what I'm seeing good because people are, you know, Though there's like you have these groups and all this this brouhaha going on, you have people who are showing more compassion to their neighbors, to strangers. They're helping people. They're stepping up to do things. I just watched this news uh, bit on TV this morning where this woman was um, behind on her rent. She was losing her car. And I mean, and she was working Grubhub or one of the, no, Uber. She was Ubering to make money, but yet she still wasn't able to make her nut. And people generously gave to her so that she would be able to keep her house, keep her electricity on, keep her car to help her mother and her son. I didn't hear all the details, but see, people are stepping up in this way even more so than they did before COVID. Oh, 100%. Like Barstool Sports is giving money to restaurants. They just gave $15,000 to a hot dog stand by us. So, yeah, I mean, there's probably restaurants that are donating food to people, you know, there's all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, we just have to have that awareness and keep our eyes on being that good, too. Right. Help other people that cross your path. Exactly. Just I like mean, that was, chef, Jose Andreas. Is that his name? Jose Andreas, who did, takes his money and goes to us. Uh, areas that are being afflicted with issues and cooks food for them. I think that's his name, Jose Andreas, and he's amazing. Now, this man will have the chef's kitchen of a lifetime when he gets to the other side. So he just The one kind act, you know, I like I had an example once, I think I discussed with you before, it was a really cool story was when I was in Walgreens and in my head, there was a young girl paying for something and her debit card was declined. And it was only a dollar. So that's how, you know, much she didn't have any money. <laughs> and something in my head, you know, I, I believe it was Jesus in a very commanding voice said, pay for her. And then the following week, I was in the same Walgreens and another lady, again, was short 99 cents. It's a nine's a divine number. And when I said, don't worry about it, I'll pay for it. <laughs> it was really cool because she said, well, thank you. And I'll, I'll pay it forward. So, you know, one client mm-hmm. act. Right. Um, let's say ripple. someone does a kind act for you. Now, the next time you encounter something where you can help somebody, you're going to be like, wait a minute, someone helped me once. I'm going to help. So it can create like a chain reaction. reaction. Right. It's the ripple effect. And you yes. did a kind act for me today. So, and I am so grateful for you for doing that. Oh, Thank no you. Problem. Thank you for asking. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Sherry has some great experiences. Uh, she does gallery readings. And so if you don't know what a gallery reading is, it's where an auditorium of people or a room full of people get together and Sherry will get messages and people will be connected with their loved ones and with for their messages, whether it's saying that I'm safe, I'm okay, I'm with you, whatever it might be. And I'm going to ask that you share a couple of stories. But the cool thing about when somebody does a gallery reading, I just want to put this out there, is that if you read it and it was for me, there's something in it for everybody in the room. So you really don't go away with, with empty hands. Well, that's true. So in a gallery, I believe that, um, you know, I've done events from 20 people, you know, to two, 200 or whatever. The spirits, you know, they run the show, not the medium. We're just a mouth. We're a messenger. You know, we have this ability. And the spirits all like, let's say if you have a bunch of suicides, they'll decide which spirit's going to come through because they, they know we can't get to everybody which will give healing to each person. So they definitely, I, I call it tag teaming. Spirit definitely works together. And there is usually a main topic or a couple topics or common threads that will touch the whole audience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing. So let's talk about your first experience doing a gallery reading. Could you please share that? 
I was scared to death. Um, <laughs> so yeah, even, was, even psychic mediums have fear. Yes. Um, well, my biggest fear was always public speaking. I got the biggest moth in the world, kicked out of class for talking. But even <laughs> in high school, when it came to doing a speech, I could go up there with a group. But when I was by myself, I'd start shaking. And I'm like, oh, it was, it was severe anxiety with it. So much that in high school, I told the teacher, I'm not doing the speech. And she's like, you have to do it. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm like, give me an F. I don't care. <laughs> so, I mean, that's how, how scared I was. So, yeah. So, Jennifer, you know, I started working with Jennifer Weigel. Um, and, you know, a lot of mediums start out their first gallery is in six, with six people in a living room, right? <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Jen. She calls me up. Hey, you know, uh, Billy Corrigan, you know, from Sashing Pumpkins. Has, lives in the area. Yeah. And he has um, the, Madame Zuzu's tea house. Okay? Yes. And Jennifer's friends with him. So she's like, you know, they, he started having like once a month spiritual talks. Like Jennifer would bring a guest. Like, so she brought me. And it was about, I think, 40 to 50 people. And I was so nervous. Of course, I say yes to everything. And that's, I think, a valid point. Step into your fears because that's where the miracles can happen. happen. Yeah. There's no growth and there's so much like the universe wants to give you. But if you don't step into that fear and get out of your comfort zone, it's not going to happen. Okay. So I knew I had to do it. I mean, who, how can you say no? And then it was, you know, being filmed too. She was recording it. So I'm like, okay, great. Just everything that I'm afraid of. So at that morning, <laughs> seriously, you guys, I was crying. I was like so nervous. I'm like, how am I going to do this? And then let alone, you can't be anxiety or nervous because you got to talk to dead people at the same time. <laughs> you know? So something in my head said, hypnotize yourself. So I actually went on YouTube, free, did a 20-minute uh, fear of public speaking hypnosis, and I was totally calm, and it went amazing. So, and that's what I do now. So if I didn't, you know, step out of, you know, into my fear, out of my comfort zone, and do that, I probably wouldn't be sitting here, you know? So people, if you have these opportunities that, opportunities that come or a door opens for you, take it because it's meant to be for you. It's, it's, it's so true. And a lot of times people, and I'm one of them, before someone said, Marla, stop turning down all these opportunities, yep. you know, and so once I started saying yes to what came before me, my life did a 180 yep. and it keeps doing, you know, it like flips 180, flips 180, because the more I say yes, I started with one year of the year of yes, I'm on year three. Wow. Well, yeah. And, you know, it's like, your soul knows what it came here to do. You know, um, they told me what my purpose is. So thank God I don't have to wonder. I know what it is. Um, but there's so many blessings that can come to people, but they hold themselves back. You know, you can't do that. You gotta. Well, if you do you that, can't. you get held back. But you know what? I, if it's really like a destiny thing or it's meant to come back again, that's another opportunity to come to you. If so you're like, knocking on your door till you open it. Yes. And could you imagine if I didn't do that one event? I mean, I would never have got the confidence to stand up in front of people or be sitting here talking to you. Um, so we're capable of so much more than we realize we're capable of. And I, my, my thing, too, is like be limitless. You know, I, so many of us limit ourselves. Yes. And, you know, geez, get creative. Get your creative juices going. You know, try to do something. You know, there is no barrier you know right. you can make whatever you want that's so true but you know we're going to take a quick break we're going to come back we're going to talk about spiritual development and how we find it how we work with it and grow our abilities because we all have it stay tuned Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, 
we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you are invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, I'm here with psychic medium Sherry Jewell, and we are about to go on a journey of self-discovery, of spiritual discovery. And if you've you've been here from the beginning, thank you for sticking with us. Um, if you want to talk to Sherry, please feel free to call in at 888-346-9141. Again, 888-346-9141. Sherry, welcome back. Thank you. So let's talk about psychic development because as we were talking on break and you and I've had many of these conversations about, you know, people stepping into their abilities, but afraid to or relearning or reopening up their abilities. So when you started, you said you had worked with James Von Prague, John Holland, but the first person, the first teacher you had to help you step into your abilities in a stronger and more knowing way. How, how was that for you? How did you find the person? I never did. <laughs> All righty. Um, I believe my soul was my best teacher. I mean, so my gifts opened up. It was just like overnight. So it wasn't like it, like a, it wasn't like it was just little by little by little by little. So I just had such, you know, extreme experiences. And that's where, you know, we were talking about beliefs and stuff. My experiences to me are not a belief. That's my knowing, such as archangels. I know they're real because I've worked with them, okay? Um, but, you know, if you never had, you're not going to believe me. So I believe that my truth is, comes from my experiences. So stuff, stuff I say may not, you know, resonate with some people. Maybe it will with others. Maybe it resonates with some teachers. Maybe it doesn't. Um, I'm a big person about authenticity. You know that about me? Yes, and, you know, spirit uses my personality, you know, which I'm going to say it, I swear, okay? <laughs> you I know, talk- you've got this beautiful, big, authentic, and organic personality, which I happen to have the utmost of respect for. Oh, thank you. And I, you know, I'm not going to hide it, you know? So, you know, I think that honor your personality and your authenticity with when you do the work. I'm not going to try to pretend my personality is like, you know, Mother Teresa, Okay. <laughs> Right? I mean, I have that aspect of me, sure, okay? Well, you have to be very, very nurturing. Yeah, but I also have a fun side. And, you know, I just deliver it how I talk. Um, But in regards to, like, so my gifts opened up pretty much immediately. I could just do it. So I did go to, like, a meetup, like meetup.com. And then then I searched up, you know, psychic groups, medium groups. And I just started going to, you know, the local spiritual centers. You know, I read a lot online. Then I started taking the workshops, um, and they help. Um, but again, I think it's, I really threw myself into it. Like I have a friend, Michelle, that's very psychic, and we kind of were opening up at the same time. So she came into my life, and we just practiced every day. So a lot of the stuff I did, was, I would say 99% was self-taught. Um, there's so much, you know, reading you could do, and Celestine Prophecy was actually, was really strange. As I was reading that book, my gifts opened up while I was reading that book. Wow. So, like, I would actually have, like, the supernatural experience, and then when I go to read the book, it would explain what just happened. So, Very my soul cool. chose to use Celestine Prophecy, and that book has actually activated a lot of people. So, for beginners, I definitely recommend that book. Um, but that actually got into the synchronicity, right? So, you know, you can... It's practice, you know, join a spiritual group, a spiritual church, meet up. Now everything's online. So it's really cool about the COVID thing. 
we can access all these courses. We don't have to travel to England to go to Arthur Finley or, you know, we can, everything is available online now. So there's so much information out there, so many different mentors and teachers, you know, there's so and, much free information too. And you yourself are becoming a teacher. Of- yes, I, I have a meetup group. Um, yeah, I, I'm, they've told me what I need to do. I just have to do it. <laughs> so, yeah. But you, know, you started stepping into that role. Yes, I do have the meetup. I do teach. But I need to, you know, they want me to make a more organized program, which I have to do. But I also have to write a book and do books. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> I have a lot to do. But you do have a lot to do because you have a lot to share. So what I'm getting is sort of like, you know, you have so much to offer anybody who's open to your way of doing this, mm-hmm. your way of teaching, your way of disseminating information. Then because it's so organic that people will resonate with your style more than somebody trying to be Whatever more formal about, about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, like, you know, especially when you take courses, people get, you know, sometimes they're nervous or whatever. You know, to me, your soul is the best teacher, okay? Um, I'm there to facilitate the group, you know, help you answer questions, give you the platform to practice, you know, work with other people, find like-minded people, or a community. And I think it's, it's about community. And I would never want to, I mean, everybody works so differently. You know this. Like, how can I explain it? I don't want to ever, like, force somebody to be in a box and have to be another me, you know, or be a Marla. And then again, nobody can. Exactly. But so many times, you know, people try, try to form. Like, I, some, I don't want to say anything, but I see some, you know, people do this work publicly. And I could actually tell you what teacher they went to just by their verbiage, you know, so, which is fine. That's their way. And that's honorable, okay? But that doesn't work for me because I've actually talk to teachers I'm like are you gonna let me be me otherwise I'm out the door <laughs> well I mean, you want people to step into their power and their authenticity you don't want people to be a clone of you them. yeah yeah I mean because everybody has a beauty whether it's somebody that's quiet or someone that's loud someone that has a sense of humor someone that swears you know give yourself it's the it's also about ego because with all due respect many of these people are wonderful at what they do and they're wonderful people but when they've put their teaching hat on Sometimes there's a little ego that comes in there mm-hmm. because you could tell the, like you said, you could tell the brand of who they mm-hmm. learned from based on how they're doing something or how they're speaking. And I'd look at, and I'm not saying anything negative about anybody because Fine. I have the utmost respect of everybody who's doing it and they're trying to get it out there for help, you know, to help people right. step into their, their natural, their innate power that have been shut down. Yes. So, you know, any, any step, I mean, you know, we always say, like, I've gone to so many different mentors or workshops or courses, whatever you want to call it. At the end of the day, you know, take what resonates with you, leave the rest. If you get one thing from each mentor, each teacher, with book, course, whatever, that's great. But in the end, it still just comes down to you and what are you willing to put into it and what work, what work are you willing to do on yourself? And first thing is you have to learn how to communicate with your own soul. You got to go with it. Yes. You know. So do you see that, do you feel that meditation is a great way for you to ask a question, get quiet and, and hopefully receive a response? So sometimes you receive it when you're driving or in the shower. That's why yeah. I say it that way. Well, like in particular, I can think of one uh, instance that pops in my head. Um, my son wanted to go to Florida and he's in college and I was really nervous because of COVID, da, 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 da. So I was really stressed out about it. I'm like, do I let him go or don't I? So finally one day I was like, just close my eyes. And I was like really adamant that I wanted an answer. I mean, I want, I was mad. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care if it's my mom, my dad, my soul, my guys and angels. Somebody tell me if it's safe for my son to go. So then I just got quiet, you know, and then I see a lot of, you know, pictures and get messages and meditations. Right. Not everybody does, which is fine. Um, and I saw my dad and my dad's in the spirit world. And I saw my dad, and then all of a sudden I saw like a little piece of paper, and it said, yes. Like, I actually saw the word yes written on a paper. Wow. So it was safe for my son to go to Florida. And he went. He didn't get COVID. He came home safe. You know, so you can get answers by doing that. And don't get discouraged, because sometimes it doesn't happen right away. <laughs> but, it's so true. You know, it's, it may come to you in a dream. It may come, you know, ask for the sign, you know, something. 
And here's and the thing is, I want to, and I want to read you something in a second. But the thing is, you can believe it or not, you have to ask your angels for help and get quiet to allow them to do it. But there are a lot of times there are beings on the other side, like angels, that don't have free will. So unless you say, "I need help, help me with this," and ask them for what you need and want, right. you're not going to get it. Well, that's why, you know, like I we've talked before, I've you know been hugged by Archangel Michael. Yeah. You know, I'm not special. I'm just a regular person like you, you know, and angels, you know, it's available. You just have to, you know, seek it or like invite it, like invite, you know, say I invite Archangel Michael or I invite the Archangels in my life. I invite invoke. Jesus. Yeah. I always yeah. yeah. And once you ask, they're there. Now, right. maybe not everybody's going to have such a severe experience. I mean, I think my experiences, you know, were so fast and furious and extreme because they wanted me to wake up quick and let's get to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I do. It's amazing. So Nicole Schopner had written here, amazing conversation. My greatest teachers always asked me to find my own answers. I often felt frustrated, but when the answer comes from within, it's completely transformative. That's beautiful. Yeah. And it's a knowing. That's It's not a belief. You know, like, again, we're going back to that word trust, you know, trust, surrender, and allow. And that was a beautiful message and right on point. You know, when you get the answer from within, I don't care if you're the president of the United States or whoever you are, I'm not going to listen to you. Because if I was shown this personally to me, I'm not listening to anybody. I don't care who you are. Right. Husband, president, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's such a strong knowing when it happens. It's so true. It's so strong. And, and so here's the thing, too. If you don't listen to it the first time, then this has happened to me, where, you know, you'll feel a tap and you'll hear a message and you'll say, okay, fine, fine, I'll get to it. But you, you're not in their time frame. And they tap you a little bit harder. Tap you a little bit harder. And the next thing you know, they're just like smacking you on your back saying, go ahead. And in my case, it was tell somebody something. And they wouldn't leave me alone. And it kept getting stronger and stronger and harder and harder until um, I said it. Once I said it, poof, the spirit disappeared. Mm-hmm. It just wanted the message out. And you you just have to share what you need to share, what you're told to share, and move on. So one instance that's popping in my head right now is you're, it's about the beginning of my journey. Um, like I said, Archangel Michael came and hugged me. I mean, I felt every feather, you know, go like this. Aww. And then it was so cool because it was like being wrapped up in a cocoon. It's from head to toe when I'm tall, mm-hmm. okay? And it felt like the feathers went all the way down to my feet. And then this divine love and this piercing of my heart. Like, the, Have you ever been like touched by the divine in your heart? Yes. It's like a pure love that you can't even explain as a human being. Right. And then I think it was a few days later, within a couple of weeks, whatever it was, a very short time. I I don't know why they always get me naked. I I don't get it. It's like going in the shower. (laughs) I was naked, going to get in the shower. And all of a sudden I heard this booming, loud man's voice go, go to church. God's waiting. It was a Wednesday. It wasn't like a Sunday or anything. And I don't go to church. I mean, I do once in a while, but very. Right and far between um and but i mean to get that message like go to church god's waiting i mean i jumped up and i was like yeah i was scared to death i got in the shower i went to that church and i go to the church and it was a wednesday so nobody was in there and i'm like hey hey dude what's up i'm here (laughs) but nothing happened but it was to probably to see well first have to let me know the divine's working with me and god and everything else but then am i going to listen like you were saying, are we going to listen? So, oh, hell yeah. When you get a message like that, you're like, I'm there. I'm not, you don't question anything. So you really do need to listen. And I think that that's one benefit I always had. I always listen to my own guidance, you know, which and I, act it's, on it's it. a, I, yeah. I act on it. You have to act on it. And it's a gift because a lot of people don't act on what they get. So, you know, one of the, the, the big steps is, have faith, have trust, yes. and, and if you need to test it, go go to where you have to take a right or a left turn, ask for guidance, and see, and this is on a road you don't know, see what it tells you to do. And if you don't follow it, dollars to donuts, you went the wrong way, and you're going to have to turn around and go the other way because that's what Spirit was telling well, you. I think, you know, people like the general public or people that, you know, gifts haven't opened up yet um, think that or even when someone's grieving, they think the message is going to be so loud in their head. It's so subtle. It's not always like that. I mean, it can be, but a lot of times it's so subtle, you know, and 
if you don't have that awareness, like we were talking, you know, we talked about calling cards, right? When spirit's near us, right? my ear hums when spirit comes around or my crown might tingle. I might get hot. I might get really cold. There's so many different goosebumps. You know, there's so many different things. You know, if you've lost somebody significant, especially a parent that lost a child, you know, a lot of times they're with you. You just don't have the awareness because you're grieving so heavy still, right? Yes. But if you just sit on the couch and you start thinking of your loved one, you know, your love brings them close to you. And then just sit there just quietly and see if you feel cold or hot or a tingle. I mean, I've had it where it feels like they just like, like a little fly on my face. It's so subtle where it can feel like a little tickle, like they're touching you. Right. Right. Like a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> like a, like, a, like fingers stroking your oh, okay. cheek very gently. Yeah. Not that kind of stroke. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's us human beings. Spirit's right here for everybody, especially the COVID. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Everyone's loved ones are, you know, dead people are with you in your home. Yes. You just, or, you know, we all have to just have that awareness. It's much and more crowded them. than you think it is. <laughs> it's common. I mean, the spiritual, spirit world's here, you know? We are never alone. And that's the thing, too, is even if you're living by yourself, you are not alone. Exactly. And so many people are so sad because, you know, we've all had depression. We've all had sadness. We've all gone through hard things. And really, if we could get that message out, you know, and people would, you know, hear or believe or accept it to realize, yeah, we're not. I mean, who am I to have Archangel Michael come to me? Where did that come from? Why me? You know, I don't know. Um, maybe we're buddies on the other side. How do I know? <laughs> um, you know, it's, but again, it's there for everybody. You just have to start exploring, start seeking, read a book, listen to our conversations or other people's conversations. You know, take one step forward into it. So that the mystery can unveil itself to you directly. Absolutely. And if you want to know more about Sherry and what she does and what's coming up, go to her website. It's SherryJewel.com, correct? No. SherryTheMedium.com. SherryTheMedium.com. And Sherry is S-H-E-R-I. Yes. TheMedium.com. So check out Sherry's stuff because... Um, you'll know what events are coming up, what she can do, how can she can work with you. And you, 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 if you're going to reach out to her, you know it's meant to be. It's not just because we're telling you to do this on this side. And I, that's cool because spirit does nudge people to certain mediums. Yes. Like I talk to a lot of dead teenagers or people, you know, that have died from drug overdoses. And I think it's because, well, first off, I have kids. <laughs> And, you know, young adults. And I think I also will say whatever they want to say. And I'll talk like the teenager. You know, they're not going to go to the old granny medium that talks all prim and proper. You know what I mean? Right. Because, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, who's on heroin? <laughs> I, mean, I just bluntly right. say, and that's where I think I do. Actually, it's a lot of um, boys, especially in the spirit world. It's very strange. But I think I'll talk in their language. I if- you will, and and I think it's amazing, and they will talk to you because, yes, you will relate. But we'll be back in a minute. We need to go on a break and uh, pick up again with Sherry on the other side, so stay tuned. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Yeah. 
You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. If you're just tuning in, I'm with psychic medium Sherry Jewell, and we've been having a very spirited conversation about psychic development, about the other side of, you know, just trusting, having faith. But before we get into our conversation again, it's charity shout out time and chair and Sherry's charity is the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. So let's talk about that. So I do events with Lisa Salvatore and yes. you know Lisa. She's yes. also an astrologer, medium, psychic. And her little niece is seven years old and has leukemia and going through very aggressive treatment. So Lisa asked me to join her team to raise, you know, fundraiser. We're going to have an event with some entertainers. There'll be a fundraising page. Um, that, that event will be April 11th. And we're basically just trying to raise enough, you know, money to support as many people involved in that as we can, you know. Um, so look forward, you know, I'll put that on my website when it comes up. And, and my dad also had leukemia. So it just, it's very. Let's find a, a solution by donating, yeah. by helping out. My son's friend had it and he, thank God, lived. So, you know, it's kind of close to my heart. And plus, I'm trying to help Lisa. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, whatever you can do to help other people, it, you know, now especially. Absolutely. And so if you want to check out lymphoma, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, it's lls.org. So check it out. Be a part of the solution. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was something too that, you know, I was, I've had a ton of meetings regarding this. So I've learned a little more and they were saying they've actually come up, LLS, LLS Society has come up with, cures for other kinds of cancers or treatments for other kinds of cancers through their work because oh, nice. they're studying the blood. So it doesn't only just hit leukemia and lymphoma. They've made successes with breast cancer from their research. How wonderful is that? And I mean, even though, you know, cancer has, has made, or cancer solutions have made huge giant strides, they can still make huge or, you know, bigger strides. And because I know some people who've had cancer and yes, they're, they're in remission, which is wonderful. But once they're done with their chemo and their, their radiation and they had to take medication to keep, you know, keep it from coming back, the medication that they took afterwards cause worse long-lasting effects than the actual disease. Yeah. I mean, my mom had uh, breast cancer at age 50 and had chemo and it never came back and she lived till she was 80, you know, so. God bless. Yeah. So some people, I don't know, everybody's body's different. Again, there's something about it too. And it's your time, it's your time. <laughs> I know at some point and, in, in, you know, spiritually speaking, Yes, they say that when when people in your life come down with something that, again, we go back to the lessons, opportunities and gifts. And so they the person might have to deal with the illness personally because of something they have to learn. But there's also lessons involved for everybody else around them, people in their family, people they might be employed by or who work for them. Right. And well, just be aware. I, you know, I always use this example, like somebody will be like, let's say I gave birth to a handicapped child in a wheelchair. They can't, they're just awfully sick, right? Yes. People are like, what did I do? Why do I have that child? What if that child decided to be your best teacher as a soul? He came, he or she came in to teach you patience, you know, unconditional love. And, you know, that child decided to sacrifice their own body and be handicapped or be ill so that they would teach the whole family, the brothers, the sisters. I mean, think about it, compassion. There's so many lessons that come out of something like that. It's so true. You got to look at the bigger picture, you know? And, it, and it, sometimes it's really hard. My husband had throat cancer. And I could, that's what kept me, you know, calm and throughout the whole proceed, you know, the process. Because, I mean, could I have been like, you know, insanely crazy and nervous and anxious? But I wasn't. And... Not only was it good for me, but it was good for him in what he was going through because he had his own emotions going on. Oh, sure. 
the last thing he needed was for me to put mine on top of his. And the environment we had, we we kept it light. We kept it, jo- you know, we joked a lot. Yes, he was in pain and, you know, going through the recovery, but it was peaceful. It was calm. And that may, I think, made a huge difference. And he ended up not having to have radiation oh. or chemo. He just had two surgeries back to back, literally one week apart. And that's what he got. Probably had the knowing, like, you know, I died once. Um, and you would think I'd be scared because I'd have heart surgery. And, I mean, everybody around me, like my husband or whoever, was, like, scared. And they're like, aren't you nervous? I'm like, no, nah, I'll be fine. <laughs> I, I, like, knew I wasn't going to die, you know? So maybe you kind of were feeling that with, you know, your husband. You just kind of had that knowing he'd be okay. And I, I, there's no death in my in my world. Because even though they physically might not be here, which I would miss tremendously, I know that they're on the other side, right behind me, yes, cheering me on, you know, experiencing my joys with me, supporting me when I needed support, and it's still happening with my relatives. Well, I believe that, like you know, like both my parents died and just a couple of years ago, kind of very close together. Um, I got to tell you something: when you have this knowing that the afterlife is real. It does make grief so much easier. There's so many people that don't believe in it, and they're like thinking that person's just gone, you know? So it really is comforting knowing when you have that knowing that there is an afterlife, you've had experiences, you don't only believe it, you know it. It does bring, it makes grief easier. And if you you want to if you want to test this little theory of ours, you know, put it out there. Say you know, show you know, put on your favorite song. I, I miss you. I want to hear your favorite song. Dollars to don'ts. You might find it on a commercial. It might be and you know, come on in your car radio or some random. You know, and this is this has happened, and you know the Sherry, where all of a sudden you know something turns on all it's on its own, and there's the song. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, ask, that's the other thing. I think that's lost, you know, a loved one. Ask for a sign because your thoughts, when you're thinking of them and your love that you have for them, that brings them close to you. You're pulling them in. Yeah, but ask for a sign and ask for a really loud, definite sign. Some people, it's cardinals, obvious. You know, I mean, coins, a song. There are so many different things. Ask for something weird. If somebody liked, what is it, gummy bears, or like at Valentine's Day, I used to love the, those, those gel hearts. Oh, my God, when I ate sugar, yum. Um, like, ask for something like that to show up, something that there was their favorite. And well, all Here's sudden, the thing, though. Like, some people, I can use an example that happened to my friend. She was asking for a blue butterfly. Now, that's not that common, okay? No. So, you're thinking, logical thinking is thinking it's going to be a butterfly, like that flies, like a real animal, right? Right. No, what happened was when she went on the computer – her computer screen, whatever, I don't know what site she was on, there was just blue butterflies all over it. So it can be, you know, you might see someone's Facebook post or something, maybe us talking, you know, we'll give someone confirmation. But again, it all comes down to self-awareness and be an observer so that you notice it. And you have to be, and you have to be open. The most important thing is you have to be open to what you know what you're asking for and don't be so literal that's what sherry is saying yeah be i mean be be open-minded because spirit can i mean i've had crazy crazy experiences and to me it's limitless they can do anything okay um it's just again us paying attention you know so just people just open your minds really what it is it's just you know prove it to be not true you know, some right. people are like, you know, no way. Da, da. Well, then prove it. Prove to me that's not real, right? I Do love that. Yes. Start, you know? Turn it around. It. Yeah. So that is wonderful. Sherry, we're coming to a close. First of all, I want to thank you for popping in at the last minute. So for people who, you know, heard me promoting someone else that was going to be a guest, the, the, the Wi-Fi it was having, there was, it was sketchy due to storms on the in Indonesia. And so there were there were some issues. So Sherry was gracious enough to step in, and I am so grateful. Check her out at Sherry the Medium, S H E R I the Medium dot com to learn more about Sherry, what she does, how she can works with her with her clients, and how she can help you because she can. She's available for private one on one sessions, for gallery readings. Um, 
A lot of Zoom parties now. A lot of, a lot of Zoom parties, we're, yeah. We're on Zoom parties now, yes. <laughs> and there's no time and space and spirit, so Sherry can be just as accurate from a distance as she can if you were sitting in her living room. Yeah, there's no difference on the phone. Some people are like, how can you do this work on the phone? I'm like, it's the same thing. Spirit same travels. Thing. Spirit comes to me, so yeah. Absolutely. So, Sherry, thank you. Please check her out. Please check out the LLS.org, the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, um, and see how you might be able to support them, whether it's through donations or maybe if you have a talent that could be used on this fundraiser on April 11th, that might be. Yes. (laughs) Actors, actresses, musicians, comedians. Yeah, and we'll be selling tickets uh, for that. And the fundraising starts, I think, March 25th. Perfect. It'll be on my page. Thank you, Sherry, so much. I love you. I want to thank everyone at Voice America for getting this show up and running and doing all that you do for me. Bridget, thank you. Left arm, right arm, she's my assistant, and she keeps me on track. Thank you. I want to thank you, the audience, for taking time out of your life, out of your day, to participate in this podcast, whether you're listening to just the audio or you're watching us and getting even more information, thank you. I am so grateful for you and I feel so blessed that you take the time to participate in this show. I want to send prayers once again to the whole United States who is dealing with all these weather issues, these big storms, these people who are snowed in, and especially to those right now who are in Texas without heat, water, and everything else. So, If there's something you can do for a neighbor, please do a wellness check. Bring them into your home. Don't, you know, just make sure that they're okay as well. And as I leave you, as always, I send you love, blessings, gratitude. Know how much you're loved. Know how much you're appreciated and how grateful I am for you. Stay well. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. God bless. 